He told me that if I ate Tabasco, I'd get chest hair. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, this is Beating Around the Bush, the podcast that never gets to the point. Hi, I'm your host, Alex, and we have a very special guest today. What's up? It's Isaac. <laughs> uh, this is one of my closest friends. He'll be on the podcast uh, as co-host frequently in the future. So we're going to do a little interview this episode so you guys can get to know him a little bit. But before that, we'll have a word for our sponsor. Hi, I'm Alex, and this podcast is sponsored by at the Bush underscore official on Instagram. At the Bush underscore official on Instagram. Welcome back. <laughs> um... So we have three segments that are going to happen today. Uh, the first one is statistics, or not really the statistic because I changed it. Ready? Statistics. Uh, so you're supposed to tell me if it's like, if that's the, you think that's a statistic? Statistic? Or I changed it. Oh, so it's like fact or cap kind of? Like fake or... Kind of. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is um, one third of adults still sleep with a comfort object. Do you think that's true or not? <laughs> one third. A third? I feel like that, honestly, like some people have like their special blanket, you know, pillow, things like that. So I feel like it could be true. It's true. That's what I thought. Um, all right. So the second one is the average American generates nearly five pounds of trash each day. Five pounds. That's a fuck ton of trash. Yeah. They say this is a real statistic or I changed it. Mm. Probably changed it. I did change it. Ooh. It's 4.5. Oh, <laughs> half pound. <laughs> so much. That's that is so, so much, much trash. Waste. But I mean, I guess... <laughs> How much trash do you think you generate daily? I mean, it depends on the day for me because yeah, like it depends on the day. Like if I eat out or yeah. if I don't, you know. Like if I don't eat out and I just go to work and come home, like half pound. Dude, that's so much trash. Four point five. Yeah, I feel like it's just like all right. There's three hundred million Americans, and like this majority, or like you know this, whatever. And they just where do you think they got out. these numbers from? For this 4.5 pounds of trash each day. Because it didn't tell me where I looked it up. Maybe like a survey. Just that's a survey? Like, like a how survey do you, that's How do you like, know? <laughs> I don't know. How do you know how much it weighed? Well, they all, well at the landfill, they met, like weigh the garbage trucks. Oh, so maybe they just do it like throughout the week. Yeah, like this household and then generates like, this much trash gotcha. based on trash cans. All right, and then there's one more. Um, the global global rate for washing hands after using the toilet is under twenty percent. I think that's true. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that, that one's insane. Dude, it's Literally, like, to- like I wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom time. in public. I wash at, it. at home. It's kind of like 50 Did I poo? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did my finger go through the toilet paper? You know, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> If it did, you did a sniff check, you know? I mean, like, if you poo, right, and you have a bidet, do you really got to wash your hands? Uh, you didn't wipe your butt. You didn't, yeah, you didn't do anything. But also, you're shitting. Like, if you shit aggressively, too, the particles, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know you're not supposed to shit aggressively, right? <laughs> you're supposed to kind of ease it out. That's <laughs> how you get hemorrhoids. Yeah. Dude, under 20%. It's just gross. Yeah, that's actually insane. <laughs> What's the statistic in Japan, you think? I have no idea. Because they're, like, one of the cleanest cultures. 
Because that's a global rate. That's not oh, even that's like global? that's not that yeah, global well, rate. Yeah, well, you have to think of like India, like or like uh, Africa, where they don't really have the facilities for that. True. I mean, in India, they do. There's just so many. There's people. just so many people. That, so like, many people. It's just always dirty. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go into the first question of the interview. This interview is just honestly just so that people get to know you, um, so that later on when you get back, you don't have to like be like hi. I'm this Isaac. is me again. <laughs> Here's everything like about me. Quick. Um, how do you think your family and friends would describe you? Fuck. That fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like, family and friends would describe me? Probably a little bit of asshole. Let's go um, family first. Like, how would your family describe you? Like, immediate family or like... Um, yeah, let's go... Mm, just all family. All family? It's kind of broad, but like... I don't know, probably like kind of like an asshole, I guess, from most people. Yeah. Pretty blunt. <laughs> uh, how about friends? That's a little bit harder. Also asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's speaking from experience. Brittany, you want to weigh in on it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> from the little time she's known me. <laughs> Is he an asshole? Sometimes. That's about what it is. She said maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Iffy. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> sometimes. It's just pretty blunt. Like, if you do something stupid, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, so, like, let's put it in, like, terms of, like, if I was having to um, describe you to someone, how do you think I would describe you to someone? Just, I don't know. Like, what do you mean by describing? Like, describing... like if they're like, who's Isaac? And I ha- I gave the general rundown. That's a pretty fucking hard question. I know, yeah, like, I know. Looking this at is... myself from a third... Like, it's kind of hard to, like, put that into perspective. I don't know. See, like, for me, like, if someone had to describe me to someone that doesn't know me, like, if you were describing someone, you'd probably be like, ah, he's a big oaf. He's kind of dumb. But he's funny. (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, very broad terms. Yeah, no, just broad terms. Like, if you, just the general rundown, how do you think I would describe you to someone? Fuck. I have no clue. I don't even know how Um, to describe myself, really. Um, I'd probably just be like, uh, he... Just got back from, <laughs> what is it called? Trade school a few years ago. Yeah. Um, just working out. Not not working out. Working. <laughs> also working out. Making um, pretty cool Just shit. doing his thing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really tell people stuff. So, like, for, yeah, it's, like, like hard because, like, I never really, like, describe anything to people. Well, like, I also, like, don't talk to people about, like, information. I wouldn't say that much. But, well, like, like, who's Alex? Is like... My buddy Alex, like, that's all I really say. Some guy I used to sleep with. <clears throat> used to. <laughs> <laughs> One piece of advice for someone that wants to be a welder. One piece of advice? Yeah, what's something you would, like, if someone's like, hey, I want to be a welder. What's something I can do to, like, be better at it? Something I can do to learn better? Like, what's the biggest thing of advice you could give me? Honestly, just do it. Nike? Like, that's ba- that's basically what a welder is. Like, somebody can tell you, like, every term and every fucking, you know, thing in the book, but you can't really weld unless you actually practice it and see all the different components of welding. Mm-hmm. 
like, you can learn, like, to see, like, say, like, the weld puddle, for instance. Like, uh, you can see it in the book, and you can see what it looks like in the book, but when you have the hood on, you know, you have the gas and everything, and, like, you're going, it's a lot, it looks a lot different, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's just something that you have to do over and over and over again to get better at. I've only welded a couple times. Um like from my dad's trailer that you were doing. Yeah. And then that like couple times that you did and then um when I used to live in um Nevada <clears throat> my dad like had showed me and had me like cut the metal with the welding. Oh, the with the cutting yeah. torch? Yeah. A plasma cutter probably or oxyacetylene torch. No fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. No, he he just kind of showed me. Yeah, if you want to get if you want to get into welding, find somewhere that they'll let you practice mm-hmm. or try it. And then if you want to like advance, uh don't listen to everybody. It honestly looks a lot harder than it is. Yeah. Like from the little time that I've done it, uh it depends on what I you're doing. I can tell. You just have to have like a right the right touch to do it. Oh yeah, like that's what I'm saying. If you do repetition after repetition and you learn the right you know, travel angle and everything else, like, you'll be, you know, nine times out of ten, you'll be golden. But there's some times where, like, say I'm switching from aluminum to stainless, mm-hmm. you have to know what polarity to put your welder at. You have to change your tungsten out. You have to change your gas sometimes. But for stainless and aluminum, they're the same gas. But you have to change your polarity in your welder and turn it down. Because mm-hmm. you weld aluminum really hot and you weld stainless relatively cold compared to aluminum. So it's just like little nuances that you have to learn from doing it. So just do it. Yeah, basically just find somebody that's willing to teach you and just ask or just ask them to, hey, how do you run a fucking MIG bead, you know, across like a T-joint? Mm-hmm. And then if you just stack welds on top of each other, by the time you're done, you'll be better than when you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically all welding is just doing it over and over again. Fabrication though is completely different. What's fabrication? Like what uh like what I do on daily, like uh knowing how to square something off, uh finding the rough, building to that, making sure you're within tolerance. Like say the door is supposed to be twenty eight inches wide, mm-hmm. you build the door twenty eight inches wide and you have a tolerance of an eighth of an inch or yeah, an eighth of an inch either way. So if you build it outside of that you gotta cut it and resize it and do everything else while welding it. Welding is kind of like secondary to the building of it. Because <clears throat> like fabrication, like welding is like 90% fabrication, 10% welding. Okay. It's like cutting stuff. So this, it's just a tool up. that you use while you're doing it. Yeah. Like, cause you're not going to be able like you can, so like say you can lay down the perfect bead, mm-hmm. right? Looks magnificent, but sexual. Yeah. Sexual, <laughs> but you can't read a tape measure for shit. Welds don't mean anything. That makes sense. Like, your welds can be as, you know, perfect as you want them, but if you can't build what's on the print, you're worthless. So we haven't said, um, you build doors for, you build custom doors right now, right? Are yeah, you working well, on cu- custom ones? Yeah, I build custom, I build, like... Well, what are you doing, like, right now? Because he just, he just builds doors, um, for, what is it called? Advantech? Advantech, yeah. Yeah. Or um, for marine equipment, like, whichever company. Mm-hmm. So he he builds like heavy duty doors and um he started out doing aluminum doors. Yeah. Um and then they had him do like some steel doors and recently he's been doing custom doors. Yeah. How has custom doors been going, you know? 
A lot more fun than everything else. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> because, like, the aluminum doors I started off with, they're like, hey, we have an order of 100 doors of the same exact shit. Oh, yeah, so you and just you make get the, the same Yeah, door so over it's just the same cuts, the same bevels, the same welds, the same grinds. And then the custom doors, do you only make, like, one? Just one off. Just so one like, off? Yeah, basically just one off. So, like, I'll get, like, a print, and it'll show, like, a door that bends at a weird angle or, like... It has, like, a special lock set in it. Or, like, that one where the, you had to paint it with copper? Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> they had to anodize the aluminum and then paint it with copper-infused paint. And then it was lined with, uh, silver as well. Why for, do they line it with silver and paint it with copper and everything like that? For, uh, the magnetic interference of, like, radio waves. So, like, EMF and EMR. It was for someone's doomsday shelter, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, uh, some guy's bug-out boat type. Or, like, for a company, it was, like, their doomsday boat. That like, oh, they get in. I thought it was a shelter. No, it's for a boat. It's for a boat, gotcha. Yeah, it's a shelter hatch door, uh-huh. but the shelter is a boat. Why do they need it to block radio waves? Just in case, uh, like, e- oh, like, electromagnetic radi- radiation, too. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, frequencies. It's just so, like, people can't, like, say they have, like, a really sensitive computer, so people can't, like, uh, access it. Okay. Yeah, also, like, no self-under reception or anything like that in there. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, a black box, almost. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's basically, like, uh, I don't know, it's just, like, anti-everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, um, I mean, the door was, like, nine foot tall by four foot wide with another door in the middle. It's kind of big. <laughs> it's a big door. It was, big well, it's actually, it was actually 104 inches tall. 104. Yeah, so... That's like, am I like sixty inches tall? Isn't no, that like how, uh, how how tall is six four? I'm seventy two, so you're seventy six. Oh, okay, so that's not like that much bigger. Yeah, but that's, that's still like thirty 10, inches taller. Ten feet ish. Yeah. <clears throat> what would your uh, What would your last meal be? My last meal. Your last meal. Let's say like your your bow to die, electric oh. chair. <laughs> I was like, you talking about like what I ate this morning? Weird fucking question. What would your last meal like if you this, you had to pick what you're right, eating for the, the last what's time? The, is there a limit? Um, meal like I know, but like I've seen some pretty extravagant true, last meals. True. Like there, what's the let's limit? go? Let's go like cheap one. Let's give it like twenty five dollars for your last meal. Twenty five dollars and then extravagant. Like, you can go all out. All right, so the budget one. Budget one, which that is a lot of money for a last meal. Oh, yeah, budget? That's not like budget budget. Yeah, 25 Gotta have chicken bacon taters. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some. For the people that don't know what that is, that's um a place that is just where we are. It's Superfly. They make, uh, it, they wrap it in a tortilla. It's chicken, bacon, and french fries. And it's With has like super a... Superfly sauce. Superfly sauce is just chipotle sauce. Yeah. Um, made as fry sauce. It's a little different, but it's just... Yeah, basically the Chipotle same. You gotta fry get sauce. extra sauce and pour it on top. Oh, yeah. You gotta make that shit juicy. So that's $10. Yeah, that's out. 10 bucks. So you have $15 left. I already know what you're getting for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry lemonade. <laughs> strawberry lemonade. They make amazing strawberry lemonade at Superfly. Sponsor us. <laughs> and then also gotta have a Mountain Dew on the side, you know. <laughs> Mountain Dew, <laughs> load up on that. Oh yeah, the fountain drink for a buck, dude. Okay, so let's say let's round that to like five bucks, right? For your drinks, that's fifteen dollars. You have ten dollars left. Ten bucks. Shit. Sure, what's for dessert? 
<laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. To have on like the side. Oh, that dessert for ten bucks. I don't really know the prices of desserts. I don't either. I never, I never get desserts. But like last meal dessert, kind of nice. You know. Probably just cheesecake, dude. <laughs> dude, I was thinking cheesecake, but cheesecake's pretty expensive. But like, hear me out. You only so, need a slice of it. So if I get like a slice, slices are usually like four bucks. Because chicken, bacon, taters, you get two of them. It's a lot of damn food. Ah, but like last meal, bro, I'm stuffing. <laughs> like, they're gone. <laughs> but like cheesecake, like from the store, how much is it? Like a slice, like dude, four I have bucks? no idea. Like I can look bucks? this up real quick. Um, slice of cheesecake. Nice. Original fresh strawberry. What is this? <laughs> how much should a cheesecake? This is how much should a cheesecake cost? A Original cheesecake? is six ninety five, so seven bucks for a one slice. One slice. Damn, it's kind of a lot. I was expecting like four dollars or like five bucks. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. That must seven be a big, bucks. It must be a big slice with stra- fresh strawberries is seven ninety five. I wonder if they have a picture. Damn. No, they don't. So hear me out. Instead of that, whoa. Okay, so an eight inch um <laughs> is supposed to feed nine to twelve people, right? Thirty dollars. Damn. <laughs> a twelve inch, right? So that's four inches more in di- diameter. Fifty dollars. That's insane. <laughs> that's so much. Damn. But nah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, you know, like the. The little tins, like the little uh, cakes for like strawberry shortcakes. Yeah. Get one of those strawberries, whipped cream, <laughs> make some strawberry shortcakes. Yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> like some strawberry right, well, what would you do for going all out? For going all out? I'd probably have to go to like certain restaurants. <clears throat> It'd probably be like some uh, tenders from like Raising Cane's. Yeah. Fucking good. Have you been to Raising Cane's? I don't think I've been to Raising Cane's. See, I won I won chicken strips or chicken tenders from Raising Cane's with a ping pong match, right? I was in um, Vegas with Devin and Mike, and we were playing ping pong, and I won Mike. He still owes me Raising Cane's. Dude, Raising Cane's <laughs> is so good. Yo, Mike, all- if you're listening to this, I'm going to cash those out soon. They specialize, <laughs> they specialize in tenders. Mm-hmm. So like they're they that's gotta, that's his favorite place. He wants oh, to get sponsored yeah, by them. It's so good. The Caniac is like ten bucks. Comes with like, well, like six or eight strips. Like Texas How much toast, coleslaw. I think it's like eight or ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's the, we need a raisin canes comes, here. Yeah, it comes with soda, fries, <laughs> and it has like a, a different variant of chipotle sauce as well. Like yeah. they have a cane sauce that's also really good. Dude, I want to go. Mike was literally supposed to t- take me, Mike. I remember this. <laughs> They're so good. Um. So what's something? Oh wait, you never answered. Extravagant. Yeah, I said just raising canes. But Is like, that it? No, there's <laughs> just more. Raising canes. Of course, I gotta get more chicken bacon taters. Yeah. <laughs> just for a bite. <laughs> yeah, just a bite of everything. Just a bite of everything. Ooh. Probably some like 
brisket from Rudy's with their sweet barbecue Dude, sauce. a good Rudy's. Oh, yeah. Because Rudy's matters on their smoke master they have in-house. Yeah. So, like, like, you need to go to one Of with course, the, it has to be, like, frail and star. old lady <laughs> making it because she has the recipe. She yeah, has she's the, been working ooh, there for, like, 84 years. She's got the touch of that. <laughs> <laughs> the lady that was basically born in the restaurant. Like, yeah, exactly. Where her dad taught her. Yeah, probably. Dude, I want one of those like huge smokers that like Rudy's has. You've seen them, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're like, just—they're basically just oil yeah, drums welded together. Dude, there was one I seen that was a two thousand pound smoker. Insane. Yeah, that's a big fucking smoker. Dude, it would be so nice to have that, but also I'd use it like maybe once a year. Oh yeah, because like you'd have to use like if you're doing you'd it, have you'd have to, to really use it. You'd have to get either a you couple, basically like, like you have to fill it with like a full elk, like <laughs> even more than it'd that, probably man. take more than yeah. An elk. No, they it's it literally they put like twenty briskets on just half, and then they put like um, the pork shoulders, chicken, turkey. They have a bunch of different basically you'd be doing a one. fucking massive cookout <laughs> for like Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> dude, or something. that would be so sick though. Yeah, you know, it'd dope. Be be, dude, I really want a good smoker though. Dude, I want to learn how to make some fucking. And, uh, homemade barbecue sauce. It's not hard. Yeah, but barbecue like a good sauce barbecue hard. sauce. Yeah, that's something you just need to experiment. That's with. what I'm saying. Like I need to start getting into it because Dude, like I need to get back out. into making pickles. So hear me <laughs> out. We need to smoke some cheese. <laughs> oh man, I still have smoked cheese in the fridge. Oh shit, it's still good. When you smoke it, it's good for even longer. Yeah, um, I know, but you like melted half my cheese. Dude, you the fucking shit caught on fire. <laughs> it literally just caught on fire. Yeah, but you melted half Dude, of it. Dude, so there wasn't any oil in there. I'm waiting to collect it. It was kind of cold. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> what even caught on fire? I don't even know. Dude, it's so annoying. I um, So I cooked a pork shoulder, and I was smoking cheese while I was smoking the pork shoulder. I was about to wrap it in tinfoil with the seasonings and stuff. I was just getting an initial smoke on it. And it, like, dripped too much oil, and it caught on fire, right? I cleaned off the um, smoker and everything. Uh, that pork shoulder ended up just being a bust. It caught on fire for too long, and it just burst. Um, I tried saving it. I cut all of the, like, burnt parts off, put it on the grill, and it caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a really fatty Dude, pork shoulder. it was so fatty. It caught on fire in 200 Those degrees. Those are the best on ones. The- <laughs> we, like we should have done what we did last tender. time. What we did last time was we um had a crock pot, and cooked we it, cooked it, shredded it, and, and then, then smoked, smoked it. it, and then put barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> we need to do that like soon with homemade mac and cheese. Oh, oh yeah, that's what we had it with. I ended up having it afterwards, and it kept really well. Like it was really good. Dude, my sister made some crock pot brisket. Yeah, shit was fucking pretty. What do you use for seasonings? Do you know? I, I literally just use Lipton onion soup mix and then like cayenne pepper. Maybe I'll put some onions in there or like dried onions. And it's just perfect. It all Lipton onion soup mix, pff, amazing. Yeah, I don't know what my sister put in it. All I know is she gave me like, I don't know, like a baggy full, like a, like a lunch bag. Yeah. And bro, put it on the fucking, on the bun that was toasted. Pretty fire. Damn, that sounds good now. <laughs> My mom's allergic to pork, though, so it's not like I can be like, yo, let's make pork well, no, tonight. She she made brisket. like So it's a... Uh, oh, it's Chuck a brisket steak. one? Yeah, chuck steak. Dude, that, that must have been busting then. Dude, it, she better she actually season that then. Oh, yeah. Shit was <laughs> Instead of put Lipton. Bussin'. Dude, I just put Lipton on any pork thing, and it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some Rudy's, Raising Cane's, Chicken Bacon Taters. What are you doing for a drink? For a drink? 
fat strawberry lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> no budget, just fat strawberry lemonade. Dude, like a bucket of strawberry lemonade. <laughs> How much of it out of a bucket do you think you could drink? If, well, it depends on the size of the bucket. All right, <laughs> let's say that. A so like you know, like so you know, like a backhoe, like three yard, but no, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing, just down bathing in it, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> bro. That'd be uh, so gross. Probably like you know, like the red vines containers. Probably like one of those. Dude, that's so much though. Bro, like it last meal, I'm eating all night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm gonna need it. <laughs> Dude, uh, KFC now has a half-gallon bucket uh, drinks. That's disgusting. You pay four bucks, and you can get a half-gallon of whatever drink. That's literally disgusting, dude. Bro, hear me out. Baja Blast. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we have a KFC Bro, Taco And Bell. Sweet Lightning and uh, the orange whatever. So, like... Baja Blast is kind of good, though. Baja Blast is pretty good. What are you doing for dessert, then? No budget. One of your mom's fucking cheesecakes. <laughs> <laughs> You're dying because you murdered a bunch of kids. Cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake. I want cheesecake. <laughs> so we like Fortnite. We like cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you're eating for your last meal? Bro, I don't even know if I'd finish it, but let's see. Probably. Or a homemade chicken bacon cheddar ranch sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty fucking fire. With some homemade ranch sauce. Or ranch sauce. You make the guards make the ranch sauce. <laughs> Do you make it? <laughs> yeah, is this homemade? Tastes like store-bought. <laughs> <made> homemade. <laughs> He's like crying with like mittens on. <laughs> so like the ugly cry. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Um, What's something people misunderstand about you? Misunderstand about me? Yeah. That I'm an asshole. <laughs> so you no, are I, an asshole. I no, feel like, like <laughs> I feel like no, just everybody's first impression of me, like if they've never met me, is like the way I like my face looks when I walk around. I just have resting bitch face, like really bad. So people just like look at me and they're like, "He's probably an asshole." Which they're so you are an asshole. They're right, but like <laughs> you know, his meaning too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'll be an asshole after a while, like not when I first meet you. Yeah, no, you're pretty nice to new people. <laughs> to new people. Yeah, no. Once like, you know them for like a week, you're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I learned that they're fucking stupid. <laughs> well, what the fuck is that? Man, poor Tom. Dude, I tell you about... <laughs> dude, so uh, Thomas is... Uh, he stripped his oil pan, his bolt. Yeah. And uh, basically what he had to do was he had to get it up on the... the What do you call it? Ramps. And I had to weld a new nut on the end of his old nut. And t- like... Uh, take it off, like, back it out with the welded on nut. And what I did was I screwed, a, I drilled a hole through the nut and I put a wire on it and I gave it to him as a souvenir. And I'm like, don't do this again. <laughs> how, do you sh- how do you do that, though? So instead of going lefty-loosey, he was going righty-tighty with Chinese fucking wrenches and just stripped the whole fucking thing. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, it was like literally smooth. Like I went to go, so it's a 15 millimeter plug. Yeah. I went to go put a 13 on it and the 13 was loose. <laughs> like he stripped it. <laughs> and I was like, Thomas, oh, what'd you do? No. Cause like it was late. He was, uh, he came over at like nine o'clock at night and he's like, Hey, can we change my oil? And I'm like, sure. Like as long as you do it. Cause I had to work next day, the next mm-hmm. day. Gets it up on the ramps and I'm like, all right, here's the tools. Or like, he's like, I brought my own tools. I'm like, all right. You know how to do it. It's 15, probably. 
you know, get under there and take it off. And he was under there for like 20 minutes. He's like, I can't get it off. And I'm like, all right. Like, and I look at it, and I'm like, well, I can't really get anything to it, so, like, we'll go do it a different day. Come back to a different day when it's light out, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, that thing looks like a fucking circle. And I go to, like, touch it, and there's no ridges. It's just smooth. Do you think he tried when he got home to do it? I don't know, but, like, whatever he was doing... <laughs> How did he make it a circle? <laughs> dude, I don't know. It's so hard to strip a bolt that bad, but he managed to do it. So how'd you get it off? You welded a... Yeah, I had to, like, clean it off. From the oil, take a, a bigger nut, fit it over it, and weld it on the inside to the cap, and then mm-hmm. take a wrench and back it out. Because oh, the yeah. way his oil pan was, is instead of it's the cap sitting on the outside of the oil pan, it's a little inset, so you can't get like a pipe wrench or vice grips to it. So we couldn't just clamp it and take it off. We actually had to like put something in there to take it off. Gotcha. Yeah, he's lucky his oil pan didn't catch on fire from welding. <laughs> that would have been so shitty. Yeah, it fucking sucked <laughs> to drop the pan and everything. <laughs> what's, what's your um, biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve? Yeah. Fucking chewing with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> That's your biggest pet peeve? Bro, it pisses me off. Like, how bad? <laughs> <laughs> As you grab a fucking Twizzler. I don't know. If I'm, like, just sitting there and I hear somebody <laughs> chewing with their mouth open. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. You probably just gave them fucking biggest? ear cancer. That's that, your biggest pet peeve. That and probably fucking, like, no common sense. Just dumb. Like, I don't Be know like how Tom. to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> like, just actually stupid people. Just dumb. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, can I plug, like, this little 110 into a 440 volt fucking plug? You know, and just shit like that. <laughs> just not thinking. Yeah, basically. I oh, That's my biggest pet peeve. Well, it's it's like, just people being Well, dumb. so, like, I move, like, really heavy doors. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, so I have this 800-pound door. I'm moving it this way. If you stand right in fucking front of me when I'm moving something super heavy, you're going to get hit by it. Like, why not just, like, move out of the way My biggest bit? pet peeve, like, actual biggest, is that people can't read my mind. Like, just fucking <laughs> know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You should know what I'm thinking. Dude, I'm thinking I get it. so angry. Like, actually, when people are just doing dumb shit, and I'm like, you know I didn't want that because I thought about it. You know? <laughs> and I have to put myself or, in check and be like, they didn't know. You're dumb. <laughs> yeah, biggest pet peeve at work, though, is when I get something from somebody else. Like, say they built, like, a combing or something, and I go to measure it to double-check the print, and no. it's off. By how much? Like, barely? Like, like, if it's, like, not within standard. Like, it's just completely <laughs> fucked. And then fucked. I gotta cut it apart and re-weld it. That pisses me off. Because it takes, like, me... It takes, well, like, you you work with grown-ass adults. Yeah, like... like <laughs> guys that have been welding for 20, 30 yeah, years. men over 40 that should know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I've been working at the company for, like, 10, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just hand me something that's just a piece of shit. That, would, like, that would make me mad. If yeah. somebody that knew what the fuck they were doing... And, like, acted like they knew, too. Like, um, I know the people there, they're, like, ornery. They're, like, they're kind of dicks about, like, yeah, I know what I do. Yeah, there's one guy in particular that does that. Yeah. And so, Joe Bob, the guy guy I work with, or, like, right next to, uh, he processes most of the doors. Is his actual name Joe Bob? His actual name's Joe Bob. Like, first name is Joe. Joe Bob Alger. Is Bob a middle name? Okay, so it's just Joe. But everybody calls him Joe Bob. I wish his last name was Smith. Go on. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways there's another guy that Joe Bob was friends with that mm-hmm. so I'm in fab one which is the lowest fab basically like that's my area but I do custom and I do other stuff so I'm not technically a fab one but yeah. I just work in that area 
But anyways, Fab One doors are like the simplest doors, right? You get a design that's like, all right, this thing's a fucking rectangle. Build it to these dimensions, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets that, and he has to ask me questions about every single step. Joe Even, Bob? No. Joe Bob's friend. I'm not gotcha. going to say his name. But he's a, he's a, <laughs> and he's a Fab Four. And our highest level is a Fab Five. So he's a Fab Four asking a guy that's in Fab One how to do Fab One doors. Which are super simple doors. It's literally just... I mean, like, that's not, like, usually what he does. That kind of makes sense. Mm. But, like, so are we talking about when every you first, single step? When you like, first start out, mm. you do Fab One doors. So he's known how to do these doors but like for 10 years. Me, personally, I wouldn't commit that shit to, like, memory, especially if I'm moving so, up. It's not very hard. It's, <clears throat> okay, rough is outside of the thing, right? Mm. You do that for every single door, custom or not. Mm-hmm. Just that. Does he ask about that? He's like, how do you do this? (laughs) Or, hey, what's the measurement for this? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Look at the print. Like, it's the same thing. He probably does that so that he could be like, ah, he's told me to. (laughs) Yeah, so, no. Also, what happened was, when you do stops on rounded, like anything that's bent, Mm -hmm. we have to do stops, and you you heat it up, you heat up the corner, and you beat it with like a, what do you call it, like a aluminum block and a hammer. Yeah. To fit in there because normally when they bend they can't exactly match the radius because it's two different materials and everything else mm-hmm. but he doesn't do that even though he's supposed to and he welds the stop so in the corners there's a quarter inch gap and that stop is what the door seals against to stop water from coming in the boat so basically he has a quarter inch hole do you think he did that when he was all in all the way I don't know dude <laughs> but anyway after that Joe Bob gets it and he's like, what the fuck is this? And because like the holes are already punched, the combing's already drilled, everything's already done. Like it's ready to like get cleaned up and go to paint. Mm-hmm. But you can't send it when there's a quarter inch gap all the way around because yeah. how the fuck it's going to seal? It's not. Like you can't drill, like you can't, you know, tighten it enough. So Joe Bob tried to heat beat the corners like he was like shit. Well, the other guy was supposed to, but he never does it. So he has to come to me. He has to cut it in half. I have to, like, you know, make it bigger. I have, like, a half-inch gap that I got to fill in. Weld that all up. Oh, and also, not to mention, when Joe Bob was heat-beating it, all the welds broke as well. (laughs) Are they, like, not supposed to break? They're not supposed to break. (laughs) Even if you're hammering on them, it's supposed to be as strong as the base material. Aren't welds supposed to, like, technically be stronger? Yeah, like, on steel. On aluminum, it's kind of different, because if you get too hot, it just crystallizes and you can just snap it in half like a twig okay so uh wait you you can do it too hot yeah i thought you had to do that like aluminum a lot hotter you do that's where the experience comes in you do it hot but not too that's gotta be so annoying dude it that's why aluminum is one of the harder metals to weld because you just have to actually pay attention you have to actually know what you're doing basically but anyways he uh welds broke joe bob had to cut the stops where the welds were, there was actually a void. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, you have, like, an L shape, right? Mm-hmm. But in the L shape, there's, like, holes. Like, it, uh, it's hard to describe. Like, say it's a quarter-inch stop, there's at least an eighth-inch hole just through the middle of it. Like, where his weld didn't penetrate. It's mm-hmm. like he didn't bevel it and back grind, because what you do is you bevel one side, weld it, and then turn it over and back grind and then re-weld the other side so it's, like, completely welded. Yeah. He didn't do that or, like, was doing it too cold or something. 
but there was just a void right in the middle. So, like, even if it would have been, even if the stop would have been heat beat and everything else, that stop would have just snapped. Why was he doing um, Fab One doors? Because he had no other work, because I was doing the other, the door he was supposed to do. Like, you know, the big, like, the radio doors, the uh, the big Merrill doors? Mm -hmm. Those were the doors that he was supposed to do, but he wasn't showing up for work or anything, so they gave him to me to do, and then they gave him Fab One doors to do. And he managed to fat like fuck up the Fab One doors. Do you think he was doing that because he's like fuck these guys? No, they send me to Fab One and make this kid do my doors. You know what if it, what well, if he was genuinely so that, just being like fuck this? Well, so that door was supposed to go to a different guy, mm-hmm. but since he was out of work, he had to do Fab One doors. But the because the other guy was too swamped, mm-hmm. and they didn't know that he didn't have work, or they probably would have given them to him. But they gave them to me instead because I had like nothing. And then all of a sudden they moved in a bunch of doors. That's why he did the Fab One doors. Otherwise, he would have done, like, small parts or something. Mm-hmm. But those Fab One doors, like, he just completely fucked them. And basically, I had to, like, restart most of them and do them all on rework. So it ended up taking twice as long to do, like, simple doors that you get, like, eight hours to do. And it ended up taking, like, 15, 20 to fix this shit. Yeah. All while the bandsaw was down, too. How old is this guy? Almost retirement. Like 50-something? Like 55, 60-something. Been mowing his entire life. It sounds like he's like, fuck these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, not putting in any effort towards the door. Because there's no way that he's actually that dumb. So. <laughs> he's done that with a lot of his work. <laughs> like, actually? Just like, everything? Actually. That's Like, so the only reason... He's still there is because he's he knows a lot about the intricacies of the doors, not necessarily for his welding ability. But they thought like sounds like he's a dog welder. Yeah, this is absolutely terrible. <clears throat> he's good at like stainless. Yeah, but not aluminum. Do your like bosses just not know? No, they know, but. <laughs> That he's been there longer than them, yeah. you know. So he's kind of like a seniority. Yeah, and also right, so dumb, and dude. also right now we can't really fire anybody because we don't have any other fabricators to replace him. True. Yeah. How's Christian doing? Christian's um our other friend Ryan's little brother. Um, not even really little. He just graduated high school. Yeah. So I guess that's still little. It's, it's still little to us. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's always yeah. gonna be Ryan's little brother. Like it's exactly. Not, he's not really gonna grow even up. Even when he has kids, he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that little guy? Uh, but he's doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. He started out doing cutting with our cut guy Zach. Yeah, he was on the plasma cutter. No, just on regular cutting. Oh, like, on his story, he was on the. plasma Oh yeah. Cutter. Well, I'm getting to that. Gotcha. So he was uh, <laughs> cu- he was cutting material like basically, hey, we need a piece of like ninety sixty five at sixty inches. So he goes and cuts like five of them. That's, that's super what we easy. Need. So that's all he was doing for like the first two days, and then uh, they started running out of work because there was him, uh, the new guy Josh, and then Zach, and they just were just all cutting the same shit. Mm-hmm. So Christian or somebody came up and was like. Anybody here want to assemble hatches? And Christian's like, yeah, I'll assemble hatches. So they went back with Matt Baugh and assembled, you know, a bunch of hatches or whatever. And, like, just basically he moved from that. Then he went to the foundry and, like, picked out, like, parts out of the furnace. Like, with, like, molten hot, like, metal. And was doing that. And then, 
They're like, then he told somebody that he knew how to run the CAD program, like SolidWorks. Well, SolidWorks is super easy. Yeah, it's like SolidWorks. Like, the drawings are in SolidWorks, but mm-hmm. they're in a different CAD program. Well, literally all of those are similar. Yeah, like, they're pretty similar. Like, if you similar. learn one, I learned on Maya, which is probably the most different from, like, all of those. Because yeah. Maya's for animations, not for, like, building things. But if you add, like, certain things to it... Oh yeah, it's no. not super so it's hard. it's super easy, but not a lot of older people understand technology, and that's all mm-hmm. we have there. Well, like I learned when I was a kid to do stuff like that. Yeah, so that's all we really have there is like older people. But uh, he told Sean Nuss, who runs the who ran the water jet and the plasma table, mm-hmm. that he knew how to run the CAD program. And he also told Matt Fletcher, who's like the big boss. And so they uh, moved him to the plasma cutter, and he learned from Sean for like two weeks, and now he's just cutting shit on the plasma. So is that where he's still at? Yeah, he's still there. Um, I'm try- So he's running out of work right now, and I'm trying to get him to do a weld test. Yeah. So that way he can cross-train as a fabricator. So that way if he runs out of work there, he can come over and learn from me well, how to build the door. He's literally just there for work experience. and yeah. like um, Because he's, he's not going to a trade so, school. Yeah, he doesn't want to do <clears throat> plasma cutting. But if that's the only thing he can do, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. But he wants to move into fabricating, which yeah. is what I'm trying to get him to do. But... Right now, we need a plasma table operator because there's nobody else there that really knows how to run the program other than mm-hmm. him and a couple other people. But the couple other people is one's DJ who runs who does uh, like the press break and everything for like bending hatches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other guys work in the paint shop. So we kind of need people to paint, and we kind of need hatches bent. So Christian's kind of just well. Stuck once in. once um, people start actually like looking for jobs again. Yeah. Once not getting paid by the government to not. Yeah. Not anything. getting paid like fucking like twelve hundred dollars a month to sit yeah. on their ass. Once people on top of once people actually go back to work, like you guys will get people that can do that. Yeah. Like when I started working there in August of twenty nineteen, we had one hundred fifty employees. Yeah. Right now we're down to like ninety six. That like takes a very large toll. Yeah, like at 150, like everybody's my, doing like things. my workload is like two or three times what it should be. Are you working like Fridays like as a normal thing yeah. now? Yeah, for like the last like three weeks. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be like that until I get a far enough ahead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like we've had our most profitable months in the last three or four months, even with you know basically like our work, like our fabricators cut in half. Mm-hmm. And everything else. Yeah, like, uh, I think April was our most profitable most profitable month in the last, like, ten years. And it was, I think it actually, it was the most profitable month, I think, in company history. Other than one other month that beat it by 80 grand. That's crazy. Yeah, which was, it was, like, w- almost two mil. <clears throat> well, the company's based out of Canada, right? Yeah, now it is. Uh, that's one of our sister companies. It, the, the name of it's Advantech, mm-hmm. but our local company is called Freeman Marine. Gotcha. Like, we put Freeman Marine on all of our hatches, and it says mm-hmm. Gold Beach USA and everything else on it. Mm-hmm. As it should, because it's a sister company, which means it's yeah. affiliated, but it's not. It's It's not, its own thing. Yeah. Um, What do you want to be remembered for? I know you're not, like a big picture type of thing shooting for like insane goals. Like you want to be the best welder out there. Like you're kind of like one of my simpler friends. Like you just want like a, like a normal life. You want to do the things that you want to do. You want to be able to support yourself and future family. Just kind of do you type of thing. What do you want to be remembered for? 
Like, this isn't something that you usually think about, right? Not really. This is something like, I dwell on Because, like, sometimes. we're kind of, like, we're pretty young right now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to think, like, oh, I'll remember for this and I'll remember for that. Because I don't know what I'll do in the next, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... But, like, right now in your life, like, what do you want to be remembered for? Looking back, when you move away from this town, what do you want people to remember you as? I don't know. I feel like most people just remember me as the guy that played sports in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and tore my ACL. <laughs> like, that's about it. Like, no, I don't really talk to anybody. So, like, people probably just remember me as, like, you know, that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> the background guy. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I never really, like... Like, I was good at sports, wasn't, like, the best, but I definitely wasn't the worst. So you but, were, like, top 10%. <laughs> yeah. Any sport you were in. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> definitely but, had a lot of very bad people playing first string. Yeah. It just kind of happens when you live in a small town. Yeah, which sucks because, like, even though I would try to work as hard as I could for mm-hmm. something, it felt like I never really got the reward from it because nobody else was really doing that. I tried really hard um, until the end of sophomore year when I had that hospital stuff happen. Yeah. Um, where basically I couldn't work out. I couldn't do sports. I couldn't do anything with my hands because of I have camptodactyly. My fingers, flexors developed faster than whatever the fuck the opposite way of flexing is. <laughs> um and it's just kind of like they tried fixing it they're like we can't wasted a year of sports of any working out in general and i kind of like in that period of time i started working on music and i just kind of stopped caring about sports i was honestly freshman and sophomore year i wanted to be in the nfl I wanted to go to college on scholarships. I had colleges talking to me since I was a freshman because freshman year I made varsity. Colleges thought I was a junior or senior because of how big I was at that time. Because um, that's when I got really tall and I started working out a lot more. So I filled out really fast. That's just when testosterone hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, puberty hits, testosterone hits pretty hard. So like, if you ask me this question, what do you want to be remembered for in high school? Best NFL player out there. <laughs> yeah, or best NFL prospect. Yeah, no, just best. I want what I want to be remembered for. Best oh, yeah. NFL player ever. That would have been my that what like I said. Ray Lewis or something. And then after the hospital stuff, my senior year, I just didn't care. The reason I played football was just to fuck around. Yeah. My goal was to take one person out well, of the game each game. Just hurt them. <laughs> yeah, like my goal was to get scholarships and just go to college and just see what. You know, I could study. Your knee kind of got fucked. But then man. our third game, I just fucking tore my ACL. Senior year, right? Yeah. And so, like, my whole senior year, basically, just fucking lost all the scholarships and everything. And I was just it's looking It's literally at, the worst time to have that. Yeah, happen. I was just looking at second chances. Like, basically, like, you know, like, D3, D4. Like, fucking just something. Mm-hmm. And then I was seeing, like, the U- I remember the UTI guy came in. And I'm like, you know, and I did welding all four years. So I was like... Eh, fuck it, you know, I'll just go to UTI for nine months and get a bachelor's in welding, or welding and metals tech, and fucking figure it out from there, and then now I'm here making fucking pretty cool, like, military doors and stuff like that, making pretty good money. You're still just kind of going with the flow. Yeah, a little bit, basically. Just kind of whatever the best circumstance you see. Yeah, like, where, like, right now I'm kind of just saving money, trying to buy a new truck, you know, just... Mm-hmm. fucking around 
But, like, I don't really have any hard set plans yet. But, you know, when those happen, I'll probably just try to look for, like, the best option for, like, affordability, you know, money-wise. Where you can put as much into savings as possible. Yeah, basically. While we're young. Yeah, exactly. Before I get, like, you know, dependence. (laughs) So there's nothing you really want to be, like, remembered for? You know, maybe eventually I want to do, like, like, a custom fab shop, I think would be really cool. Yeah. Like, just... You know, custom whatever. Because, like, one of my welding instructors, uh, when he was, like, uh, when he was doing, uh, like, pressure vessels, he uh, made just, you know, random, like, he just had random, you know, work orders come in for making just giant barrels that, like, sealed on one end and, like, had bolts on the other. And he didn't know what they were for, but now they're on the International Space Station. So, like... That's crazy. Yeah, like, he was making... I think he said he was making like $5 and 35 cents an hour at the time. And he was making like millions of dollars of worth of fucking shit for the international space station and didn't even know. Cause it doesn't look like anything yeah. until it's all assembled. Like he made the, the port, the docking ports for like the ships. They come in, you know, it seals to the ship and then the astronauts go through it into the international space station. He was making all of those. That's crazy. Yeah. Making like five dollars an hour when he was younger. <clears throat> like though he had to be pretty good welder at that. And then he didn't know what he was doing until after until like they sent it up and told him that, you know, hey, you know like those things you did? That's well they're in space was. now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Oh shit. Hopefully he doesn't fail. <laughs> so you know like so you know like like it's like a meme that's like, you know, welders. It's like at any moment, like anything that you've welded could just break and kill somebody. Oh so yeah. Like that, that welder- like that regret in his head is like, yo, right shit, now, if those shit. welds were shitty, like there would be an astronaut dead. that just like dead. that whole crew, that whole just, crew is dead. Yeah. Just gone. <laughs> like that's pretty crazy to think about. That's crazy. Yeah. And they're still up there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So and they've been up there for, I don't know, like 40 years or something. Mm hmm. It's crazy. Um, what what inspires you, or like, what drives you to just do stuff? What drives me? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder about that. It's just, I want the best for my kids. Honestly, that's yeah. like, that's about it. That's like, it. That's all I can think about. Like, I don't have any like really personal motives for like making more money or doing anything like that. Because like, you know. I'm content with what I got. I like traveling, so that's yeah. that's like on par with like all the fun stuff I want to do. Um, but mine also like just kids. Everything I do is in the, yeah, in the like, focus of I need to be able to make money for my family. I want to be able to provide for them while being present. That's yeah. that's something that I really want to do. Like I, I don't want to be, be like that dad that works a blue collar job for fourteen hours a day, and I yeah. see him like on the weekends. Or like my dad, he travels for work doing on underground construction. Um, he's just gone a lot when yeah, I was a you've kid. Seen him every couple, he months. was like, um, like he when he worked close, it was like a regular job. But like when he travels, he's gone for sometimes I don't see him for months, and then he's back for a couple weeks. Or like sometimes it's over a month. Sometimes he has like a three month break, which is really cool that like I get like the, that quality time. Like instead of I see him every night. I see him for like three weeks of, I can just be with him for those time. When I was a kid, that was kind of hard. You know, like I just, I just kind of wanted to hang out with dad. 
Yeah, I I understand, you know, that feeling. But, like, growing up, how I grew up, like, my parents getting divorced at, like, three. Mm -hmm. And then, like, my mom getting with my stepdad when I was, like, seven. And then they just had, like, an abusive relationship and everything. Like, I had a pretty shitty childhood. Like, we lived off of fucking food stamps and, like, welfare and just... For a while, we lived off of food stamps when, um, in 2008, the recession... Yeah, that um, hit everybody hard. Yeah, no, that my my parents lost everything. We ended up moving into my grandparents' house. Yeah. Uh, that was a very hard time for them, especially. Uh, that was a weird thing. At eight, at eight, I remember everything that happened around that time. Yeah, I remember. I think like the first memory I have is when I was like four or five. At eight, I was I was a lot more aware to emotions and stuff. My parents got like very depressed. That's such a weird thing to remember, but like, that's just weird. Having that happen, I don't know how um, that affected you around that time. Basically, I lost all of my friends. Uh, we had to, I had to pack up as many toys as I could fit into a couple boxes. Uh, I got to keep most of my clothes. I was growing at that time, so that didn't matter that much to me. We kept all the bed stuff. We we just moved everything to Vegas, basically. And yeah, at that time, I was living with my grandparents, and I just lived here in Brookings. Yeah, like it was basically so like, that 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 wasn't that bad. Then, it wasn't was it? that bad. Like, that that was like an alt a life altering thing that happened. It completely trajectory was changed. I wasn't supposed no, to live in Oregon. My life was probably <laughs> yeah. My life was probably better after that because living with my grandparents, I got to you know hang out with friends more or mm -hmm. go do stuff around town more rather than like living with my mom where we like we barely had anything anyways, like no money for fucking like barely any money for groceries. Like yeah, we ate just plain ass fucking meals like beans with like cornbread like, you know that just... was that was something my mom was really good at was even at, on a budget she made really good food for really cheap with food stamp food she did her best with it and it just tasted good because yeah, she always thing, had spices one and thing stuff. i could say we always had pb and j's and milk and that yeah. was like i like uh my uncle joe used to call me pbj because that's all i wanted <laughs> all the time yeah and like i still like pb i've never really liked pb and j's Bro, fucking some good smooth peanut butter with like some like fresh strawberry jam. Yeah. On like, like on like just like baked white bread, fire. Like it's good. Like it's not like, like I'll eat it, but I would rather have so like a good. peanut butter and honey sandwich. You know, like peanut I don't know what and that honey is. Pretty good. I love raw honey. Raw honey is so good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Not, I just I'm not a jelly person. I like jam, well, but like I like yeah. jam with like cream cheese. I love well, like, bagels, the cream way, cheese, and jam. And the way I make my PB and J's is like there's a layer of peanut butter, but there's like a shit ton of jam. Like it's <laughs> overflowing. Like I don't know why. It's just that's how I've always made them. Yeah, you know. So. See, I love like homemade jam. I've never been a store bought jam person. My mom made yeah. jam when I was younger. And, like, that's just something that she did with her grandparents that she continued to do when I have kids. I'm going to make jam with them, you know? I'm going to go get fresh fruit, get the preserves and stuff, can the jam, because I know how to do that, you know? I just love how jam is. Put it in the freezer, blast all year, you know? Yeah, plus, homemade jam is not... It's, like, 
it you just can, tastes you, so much. Yeah, better. so you can taste the difference. Like, there's not as much preservatives. There's not like added sugar. There's mm-hmm. not like you know, it's only like ten percent strawberries, like and filled with fucking whatever like syrup. It's like actually like whole. Yo, food. completely off topic, but kind of on to what you just said. Did you see the research on Subway's tuna? Oh, bro, that well, shit's there was, crazy. There's not even tuna. There's not even tuna, it. bro. They're like testing. They're like, we don't know what this meat is. Dude, they literally have no clue what's in their tuna. Yeah, dude. I talked to Christian about it, and he actually worked at Subway. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So like, one day we went from like canned tuna to like just like this freezer shit that they sent us and yeah you can tell the difference he's like that's insane dude yeah what do you think it is oh, bro, mystery dude it's probably meat. just bugs it's mystery <laughs> meat probably like what they put in hot dogs but just like you know fish, like, like oil um, in it or something like restaurants are allowed to put like a certain percent of bug in their food yeah. and they all like, capitalize on like it like even <laughs> even with like even like peanut butter peanut butter you're allowed like mm-hmm. per gram like 10 rat hairs or something <laughs> yeah, so like peanut butter is pretty, oh. uh, pretty lenient because like it's hard on a mass production scale to yeah. like get everything out, but it's way better than it was back in the day. Dude, have you ever had like um, homemade peanut butter? Mm-mm. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, Store bought so much better. <laughs> dude, it's, I feel like homemade is kind of hard. Homemade peanut butter is not the move. Maybe it was just uh, we were with um my um dad's stepmom Portuguese side, right? Oh, they made peanut butter and it just wasn't. But then good, maybe man. they just added some weird ass. Dude, spice or I something. don't know. It was bad. I when I was a kid, I was like, ugh, ugh. it was too bitter. I don't, maybe they just didn't add s- something sweet to it. I don't yeah. know what the fuck peanut butter is made It's hard of. to say. Like, peanut butter is, like, <laughs> it's not just as, as easy as blending up peanuts. Like, yeah, no. Dude, it's so... Ugh, ugh. Dude, fuck that. It didn't sound good when you said it. And I thought you were saying it's pretty good. And I'm like, <laughs> no, ah. Dude, no, dude. It was the worst <laughs> thing I have ever had. That's, a, that's not... It wasn't that bad. Definitely have had worse. Yo, did I tell you about how when my dad made me Tabasco sauce? Uh oh. Were you For told the this story? No, no, not the first time. He told me that if I ate Tabasco, I'd get chest hair. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So there was a point in my life. I was a kid. He said I don't remember this conversation. He told me this afterwards. I went up to him, I'm like four, saying, Dad, is there anything else I can do to get hair on my chest? <laughs> For my nuts to drop and, and get he's hairy. Like, no, no, there's nothing else. I don't know. Why I wanted hair on my chest. Dad had hair on his chest. That's probably want to be you like know? dad. Dude, dad was my hero as a kid. Bro, growing up, I got fucked with my food. Like it traumatized. Yeah, me Yeah, like, no, you don't even food. like beans anymore, dude. I don't like beans because like my stepdad was a dick. I would make like a deep dish pizza, right? Like the little ones, like the personal ones. I would throw it in the oven, you know, and wait, put the timer for twenty minutes, leave timer goes off i come back you know mm-hmm. whatever i'm like fucking around and playing video games or whatever but my stepdad would put like anchovies underneath the cheese or like oysters down in it or just something to fuck with me and i'll just take a bite out of it just out the side you know because you don't really cut the little personal ones you just eat it like a pie almost yeah and i would just bite straight into an anchovy or or fucking oysters or just like he would just always fuck with my food yeah i remember the first time i had oysters my dad, had, my dad got it, and he just put a bunch of hot sauce on it. He said, "Hey, don't be a bitch. Take, <laughs> just take it, take it, oh. take it like a shot." <laughs> Me, eleven. What's a shot? <laughs> you know, like he's like, and he's like back. watch this, and I'm like, oh, 
do you just swallow it? He's like, no, I chew mine. And I'm like, oh, okay. Dumb. I chew it. Ooh, ooh, the eggy. Oh, man. Like the... That's like almost like uh, inky. Oh, man. Like, Max Max also did it at the same time for the first time. He almost puked. He, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so bad. Bro, dude. you imagine buying a pizza with that though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, it fucked me up. Like I didn't trust any food. That's so terrible. Like unless dude. it was like chicken strips and like tater tots, like or anything that I couldn't see the inside of, yeah. I could wouldn't eat. Or I hadn't like sat there and made myself. Like, Top Ramen, I would sit there and just watch the water. Like, it was that bad. Otherwise, he would come in and, like, fuck Traumatized. Yeah, bro, it was fucked up. <laughs> That's so fucked, though. Yeah, it's Imagine, like I couldn't trust my food. Was your dad high or something? Like, no, it was my stepdad. You'll be funny. <laughs> yeah. Was there anyone around there that watched him do it? Or no, like it was just him. It was with just me. him. Yeah, and he would just fuck with me. My sisters. That's weird. completely fine. That's just me. Dude's a psychopath. Yeah. Now I would understand it if his buddy's right there. And he's like, hey, watch this. No, he and had then, no friends. And then you, um, <laughs> yeah, he had zero friends, <laughs> and he wouldn't even watch me eat it. He would just leave. That's so fucked. Like I would just, just set the landmine and then walk away. Yeah, not and even, just not even watch it. Be that guy's destructive. That's chaotic yeah. evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck them that's terrible dude okay so we have one more question what is your funniest memory with me funniest memory <laughs> dude there's so many like little ones that it's like hard to think of like a one with like a big story you know or anything <laughs> like that like there's like the Manny Smack like that shit was fucking <laughs> iconic bro that shit was the fucking most crisp smack I've ever heard oh, on the back of his neck <laughs> out of the Bronco just fucking <laughs> I don't even know why I did that dude I don't remember either like you, like, no, it was just like, like I like your cut G and just <laughs> I didn't even say that though I, I know just, I just saw the back of his neck put my hand out well of he the had window. a fresh cut too so it was yeah. like he had long hair before. Dude, I just saw his neck and my hand. And you just, just hand out uh, window? My, my arm was already out of the window a little bit. I just had to extend it. <laughs> just it was the loudest smack Yo, I have ever One heard. of the other funniest <laughs> memories is like we were playing Fugitive and uh, I got back to like the library and I see you limping towards me. And I'm like, <laughs> Yo, what happened to you? And you're like, So I jumped the fence. We don't talk about <laughs> you're like, So I jumped the fence, right? To escape. And there was a gate like three feet to my left. <laughs> Dude, I landed on a rock. And he it, like ran on his rock. Sprained my fucking ankle. Fucking fucked his ankle. And he like Dude. looked over and there's okay. just a gate open. We gotta explain what Fugitive is. So Fugitive is a game of tag basically. But like you have drivers that drive the taggers. So you have like... Like there's teams of two. There's a driver and a tagger in yeah. a vehicle. So Unless there's is, more people, then you can modify the rules a Yeah, bit. exactly. But, but like, so basically what we usually have is one driver, one tagger per car, and like maybe two to three cars. And then like, usually we had like 20, 40 people show up. Dude, their one game was insane. With 300 like people. Yeah, we two or 300. 300. Like we had people from Crescent City, the first game and Gold Beach. was over 300. And then the second game, over 100 of them left. Still so many people. <laughs> yeah, like we said go, and it was just like a, a mob, mob of dude. kids. That one, we had eight cars, and um, like we helped people Two or three money. taggers between... We had three in some cars and two in others. So if yeah. they had a truck bed, they had three. Yeah. So that they could jump in. Um, but it's game of tag. You have to get... So the library to Fred Myers, like, or like a mile or yeah, two. Or Azalea to the courts. It's about... 
I think a mile. It's like a mile, a little over than a mile. No, like from my house to Freddy's is two miles. Yeah, so it's, it's a, about a mile. It's about it's like a mile. The halfway point. Um, you definitely run more than a mile, though. <laughs> oh yeah, because like it's, you're never gonna get a straight shot because oh, there's sometimes boundaries. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you well, do. Well, there's ba- if you're fast enough and yeah. you fucking get to like the alleyways before sprint a mile before the five minutes. <laughs> yeah, basically you get there before the cars do because yeah. you wait, the cars wait like ten or twenty seconds depending on. Oh, uh, usually we had them wait a minute or two. Yeah, well, it depends on what group we were playing with. Yeah, like, when we played with the football kids. It was like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Because we're more athletic, but, like, with, like, random kids that, like, we don't know if they're fast or not. So, explaining it further, it's about a mile away. We have um, boundaries, so if you pass like the boundaries... Like, to the highway? Then, like, there's no point. You know, it's, like, yeah, and no running streets al- wide, you can't run al- You couldn't run along the highway or along railroad. Those yeah. were the boundaries, so you had to run inside those are, of those. Those run, are, like... They're straight shots. Those are actual streets that and cars are on. Yeah, and they're active roads. Yeah. In between <clears throat> alleyways and, like, side roads that nobody ever uses. Yeah, and there's one-way streets, so you could, like, juke out a car and then go the other way, you know? Um, but basically, like, you have to get to the other place before you get tagged. If you get tagged, you just go back to the starting place, which is you, the library, and then Fred and Meyer, once everyone gets was, there, we pick get everybody there up and or go tagged. Back. And like usually we call it after like a half an hour, 45 minutes. And then we just take everyone back and then usually play like two to three games. We have a couple different places that we play, but it's just tag. Yeah, the rules are the same. You just have to remember what streets are off limits. Yeah. So I was running. I was actually doing a light jog because I'm like, I'm basically there. I am maybe like. A hundred yards away. <laughs> that's a lot, actually. Yeah, it's actually pretty far. But like, <laughs> but like, that's not that far. It's not as far as being. No, at the that's start, like you know? that's like a three minute jog. Yeah, you like, know, it's just an easy shuffle. Yeah, I'm just I'm jogging, and then I see headlights. It's in the middle of the night. There shouldn't be a car. That's a tagger. Jump over a fence because I'm like, okay, this goes out onto the other road. This is just a fence. So that yeah, basically like, he know. was like cornered almost. <laughs> no, it wasn't even cornered. I could have just hid <laughs> behind the bush, but I'm like, I'm going to jump the fence. <laughs> Thinking I'm all athletic and shit. I sprained my ankle and I look back well, and there's a fence gate open. <laughs> yeah, so he jumped the fence and didn't realize there was rock on the other side of the fence. Oh man, no, it was it was um like concrete and then I jumped it and there was just the um like river rock. Yeah, the like big rocks. big rocks. Fucked up my ankle. Terrible feeling. Yeah, I, and there was a gate like right next to him. <laughs> that I'm shit was pretty funny. Like, Guys. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want to know if I want to say it. <laughs> God, so stupid, bro. That shit was pretty funny, though. <laughs> Is that your funniest memory, though? Dude, there's like so we have like so many funny memories, like good old Ironcock, but like, <laughs> like there's not a whole lot of like. That's our friend Tucker, by the way. Yeah, we call him Ironcock because like we were in Vallejo, going to Six Flags, and we were in the hotel room. And this Tuck- is the first time meeting Tucker, by the way. This is my first time we're like um, hanging out with. Tucker. Yeah, this is the first night after meeting him and like driving with him down to Vallejo all day. Yeah, so like we're in a hotel room, and I find out like when I took a shit. The door doesn't lock. Yeah, no. So Tucker didn't know that and went in <laughs> after me. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to fuck with him. So I had my phone out. Or Alex had his phone out and I had a sunscreen. And I pop the door open and throw it at him. 
and it hits his belt buckle and makes a ting. Dude, I didn't, like, I didn't, and it you looked couldn't, like it hit his dick. Yeah, it looks like it hit, it, like, it looks like it went in the toilet and hit his penis. And then I was just like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I didn't save the video. <laughs> and I he didn't, didn't save the video, so we have no video, video evidence. <laughs> we just have memories. Oh, man, it was posted on my story. Like, if you I, guys saw that, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I have a picture of Tucker with, like, a condom on his head from that night, but that's, oh, I didn't get the video of that. Dude, I just, I should have saved him. Right away. Should have saved the story. <laughs> In the hotel room oh, afterward man. was terrible. Dude. We, bought, we went and bought condoms and like terrible. golf clubs and just random shit. We put some sunscreen in the condoms. Yeah, sunscreen. And <laughs> we put like a tied. condom over the plastic golf club. Yeah, we put like the TV remote in one. Like, Oh, man. Bro, we fucked the hotel room Yo, up. we were 16, guys. Okay? Yeah, it was like, yeah, like sophomore, <laughs> junior year of high school. So like a little immature, but it was pretty fucking funny. Oh, man. We, we, when we got the golf clubs, it was the plastic, like, like the, the plastic, like, putt yeah, putt ones. It wasn't even, like, good like, ones. Like the, like the tykes ones. We played like mini golf in the hotel, so we put the thing all the way down the stairs and we had to hit it. It was like a spiral staircase. Yeah, it was almost like a trick shots. We yeah. were just, like, fucking with it. Then, like, when we left, we're like, it was like 10 bucks. Yeah, no, like, we literally spent, like, 20 bucks at the store. Yeah. Just (laughs) bought random shit. Yeah. That was so fun, though. Great memories. Yo, so... (laughs) I have have extra things. Extra things. So I think we're past an hour right now, but we'll just split this in two. This will be the second part. (coughs) Probably from the story on, about there was an hour. But I have fun fun facts. Fun facts? (laughs) Dude. Are you ready for these fun facts? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hot water will turn to ice faster than cold water. I didn't know that. That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird concept. There's like... There's Why a, does that work? There's like, a do term, you know? There's a term for it. But what I can think of is like, so hot water, the water molecules are agitated. Mm-hmm. Like they're moving around a lot. So um, like it's hard to explain, but like cold water... It's already pretty cold and the molecules aren't active. So, like, just getting colder doesn't really, you know, do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't agitate them at all. It just kind of, like, slowly. But, like, when they're already agitated and, like, the, like if it's, like, really hot and then you cool them down, they, like, you know, from being agitated, they kind of, like, settle. And when they settle, they're cold. So, it's just... Why doesn't water get thicker the colder it is? Why doesn't water get thicker? Yeah. The colder it is. Because it's just H2O. Like, the reason why, like, shit's thick is because it has other chemicals in it. But, like, if it's hot and the um, molecules are moving faster, is it more liquidy? (laughs) No, it's just, if it's, like, if it it gets hot enough, it gets steamy, which, I mean, I guess turns into a gas, which is Steam is a gas. But, like, the water itself, those are moving fast. Why isn't that, like, thinner? I don't know why I just Did thought Did you know of this. you can hear the difference in the pouring of hot water versus cold water? I didn't. Now that yeah. I think about it, though, like, I, I've heard that. Yeah, like, there was a survey, and it's like 97% of people can tell the difference between hot water being poured and, like, cold water being poured. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. But, like, you wouldn't think, that, like, if it's the same thing. Like, thinking about it, yes, I can definitely tell the difference. But yeah, like, but, like, why? I never put that together. Yeah, like, but why? Like... 
Because I make a lot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, why would there be a different sound for something hot versus something cold? Dude, when you're it's pouring because it? cold water's thicker. <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't it bro. Could you imagine for... trying to like chug thick water? Like, have you seen like the thick dude, water thing? Dude, I oh. want to get some. <laughs> dude, oh, dude, I just want it. You know the why they make that? For hydration, probably. <laughs> it's for people that um don't have enough fiber in their diet. So you just have like floaty shit. I'm 90% sure that's what it is. Yeah, like, well, have you seen those companies that make like the hydration packets? Like, you drink one bottle of water and like you put the hydration packet in it. Those are sick, dude. And it makes you, it like, yeah, it hydrates it, you to like. It makes one four, bottle of water like, like four. Four to five times better. Yeah. Like, more hydrating. I actually heard that on Stiff Socks. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they had a sponsor. Liquid IV. Yeah, Liquid IV sick, dude. I want to get some to try it. See if it's actually good. Yeah. Did you know Coca-Cola used to be green? That Would sounds... you drink green Coke? No. What if it tasted Especially like Mountain Dew? Well, if it's not... Car- <laughs> well, it, it would depend on if it's carbonated. Yeah, it, it probably was. Wasn't like Coca-Cola when it was green, like crack? Yeah, it had literal Coke in it. Yeah, it had cocaine. Like, yeah, it literally wasn't literal green Coke cocaine? Yo, if you guys know that, like, just DM me on Instagram. At the Bush underscore official. We haven't said that, like, all episode. Uh, Go follow the Instagram. So hear me out. You can plug it and toss it at the front. From the sponsor. There it is. Bam. (laughs) What's up? That's the sponsor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, All polar bears are left-handed. All polar bears are fucking Ryan, dude. How do you know if they're fucking left-handed, though? No clue, dude. I have no idea. Like, how would you know but if they're a polar all left-handed? left-handed. <laughs> did you get one to, like, did you get them all to write a sentence or something, and they all went left-handed? Yeah, because they, they can write sentences. <laughs> I don't did, know. <laughs> can you guess, like, who the electric chair was made by? A dentist. <laughs> yeah, why do you know that? <laughs> Hold up! Hold up! I yeah, like, it, was, it makes sense, but like, yeah. why did he think of that? I don't know, but like, I, I remember reading something about it, and it's like a dentist invented it, and then like now it kills people. It's like, <laughs> what do you think he invented it for? <laughs> I don't know, but like a dentist invented like cotton when, candy when too. you move. When you move, yeah, you get shocked. <laughs> but like, also a dentist invented cotton candy, which is like the worst thing for your teeth. It's like isn't a sucker worse than cotton candy? No, cotton, cotton candy is literally just like. Sugar. It's like a sugar cloud. Yeah. But like a, a, a suckers sucker. are worse if you chew on them. So a sucker, you just sit in your mouth and sugar's slowly going on your teeth and you're just yeah. sucking on it. It's going throughout your mouth. Um, when you're drinking a soda, you're supposed to use a straw and like make it go all the way back. Like you're not supposed yeah. to let it touch your teeth touch, at all. Yeah. Um, so drinking from like a can is worse than drinking from a straw. Well, I mean, they have. That's why they have the tabs. Like you can turn them around and put a straw on them. Yeah, but like. That that's like what you're supposed to. So like, a sucker's got to be worse than cotton candy. It might be, but unless like, you just hold the. If cotton you have candy the same amount mouth. of cotton candy condensed as much as that sucker, I don't know, man. It might be worse. We gotta look that up. Well, I mean, you can turn a sucker into cotton candy though. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, my sister has like the melty thing that like. What if it's what if literally cotton candy's like better than a sucker? Then just make this all your suckers into cotton candy. You know, dope. Actually, Dude, Jolly Rancher cotton candy. We actually pretty fire. Need, we need to make sucker candy, not candy cotton candy. My sister has a machine. We need to. This oh runs. <laughs> this one runs is the best. Runs what? As cotton candy. What are runs? Like the. Uh, I'll look it up. The Willy Wonka like runs like the like little colored pebbles. Dude, those are so good. Yeah. Oh, my, the bananas are my favorite. 
Yeah, those and uh, movie theater food right there, dude. I can buy four pounds of the banana. Damn. For twenty three dollars. I, mean, I feel like I, I feel might like, get that. Babe, I feel like you'd be upset. I'm gonna send you the link. <laughs> I feel I feel like after eating those for a little bit, it'd be dude, a little... handfuls. <laughs> <sighs> but runts and uh, what are those little pebbles called? Nerds. Mm. Yeah, those two. That was weird. <clears throat> <laughs> The cigarette lighter was invented before the match. Well, matches are a little bit more complicated than lighters, though. The lighter's just butane or a wick. No, cigarette lighter. As in, you know, the thing in your car where you press oh, electricity. electric lighters? Electric he- heated where you hold it on. Cigarette lighters. That kind of make... Uh... Were invented before the match. So they had electricity heating element before a match. Then why invent a match? No clue. <laughs> well, unless, now they have like the waterproof matches and stuff. Waterproof matches are sick. Old matches aren't waterproof. Yeah, no. So. That's literally so weird, dude. Yeah, that'd be kind of... That's kind of ass backwards. That's so weird. <laughs> I also have would you rathers. Okay. Uh-oh. These are kind of easy, you know. Um, I'm going to do the very philosophical one first. Would you rather continue your life or restart it? With the knowledge you know now. Restarted from what age? Like all the way restarted? All the way re- coming out of the womb. With everything you know now. Mm. So I'm not saying like go back and restart. I'm saying from this time period you die and you come back as a kid. Right now. <sighs> You know, that's a pretty hard question because, like, also, it's like, are you born in the same family? No. no. Yeah. Completely gamble. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could be could born be into born, a rich family. You could or be born into, into BFE where, like, yeah, you die you at age of two. To some, like, you could be born in the plagues. <laughs> you could be born, you know, in a less fortunate country or something. <clears throat> I feel like at this point, I'd probably just continue my life. I'd continue now. mine too. Cause like, I'm in a good enough spot that I don't really have a reason to reset. You mm-hmm. know, like unless there was like a major th- event that changed my life in a big way. That you just you like know? fuck it, restart. Yeah, like something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know, so I get fucked over by somebody or something, and I just say fuck it. I would you know press the reset button, but other than that, yeah, I'd just continue life because. Okay, so this one, this one fucked me up. I don't know which one I'd pick. Would you rather have an odd-shaped nose or odd-shaped ears? I already have odd-shaped ears, so I'll just go odd-shaped ears. Because, like, I have elf ears. That's not that bad, though. Yours is barely pointed at the tip. Uh, I'm saying some elephant ears. (laughs) So it it would also depend on, it's like, Ripley's, believe it or not, like, world's biggest nose or, like, world's biggest ears, like... There has to be yeah. certain nuances to it. I don't know, dude. I'd probably do ears too. Yeah, I'd probably do ears because like you could hear just me wear out. a hoodie. Yeah, a hoodie, a beanie, fucking like you know, like the Russian like. Or you could have long hair, just cover it. She pointed to her hair. Yeah. She has <laughs> tiny ears, anyways. True. Though. <laughs> little, little bitch ears. Was it your middle finger or what was that? I don't know. Oh, it was her middle finger. Oh yeah, because she can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your ring finger. Oh, man. Would you rather know how you'll die or when you'll die? 
Just when. I'd pick when. 100%. Yeah, because how? Then I'd try to avoid it and then end up causing it. If I know when, like, say I die in, like, say the year 2100 flat. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would do the stupidest shit just to fucking test it. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Yo, pull out the nine with the mag. These are it all does, duds. It does this to all the bullets. <laughs> Just jams all of them, bro. They're all duds. <laughs> you could you could accomplish some pretty insane shit. Yeah, dude. If you knew the year that you died, right? <laughs> like, watch watch you do some dumb shit, be a vegetable, and then you die that year. <laughs> no, like It'd imagine so like your opportunities is like. They like thanks in terms of like super soldier, right? Mm-hmm. You know you're gonna die in the year twenty one hundred, and they send you on a suicide mission, and you know you're gonna be fine. You just get tortured until then. <laughs> <laughs> you get captured, like you know, like try to st- like you know stay alive. But like you know, in the back of your head, that like you can survive it if you take the right steps. You know. Yeah. <sighs> that sounds like a superpower almost. Yeah, it's kind of sick, though. It'd be, like, liberating. It's like... Yo, have you seen the Rick and Morty episode? Do you watch Rick and Morty at all? No. Um, there was an episode where these they had these things called... Pickle Rick! Um, Pickle Rick! Okay. <laughs> um, there was this... <laughs> Pickle Rick. <laughs> there was this episode where they um, focused on death crystals, which every time you're touching a crystal, you can see how you're going to die. And it changes when you're doing stuff. Um... And, like, there was, like, two things that Rick said that, like, kind of resonated with me, which shouldn't have because it's a random fucking cartoon. (laughs) Um, The only people that know when they're about to die or should know when they're about to die is someone getting shot at. (laughs) (laughs) And um, someone that knows how they're going to die is already dead. True. Yeah. Or, like... I feel or like in some instances, it's someone, like... No, 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 no. It was someone like, pre- preventing oh, their own death, death is already dead. I could, I feel like... Uh, Let me look up the quote. Well, I feel like also, like, if you're doing something stupid, like sitting underneath, like, a trailer with no jack stands on, a, like, a jack with your head underneath it with, like, the tire off, you know, and, like, it slips, mm-hmm. then, like, you know you're... Like, you know you could probably die if you're under there, but then if the jack gives way, then you're dead. You know, so it's like, don't put yourself in stupid situations, setting yourself up for death. Yeah. <clears throat> it didn't come up when I looked it up, so I'm not, I'm not going to keep searching for that. No, but that was sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, would you rather be able to whisper or only be able to shout? Where I work, I definitely have to shout because so, if I whisper. So, so. So, or, also, hey, how's it going? <laughs> or also, it depends on the decibels, like, at that point. Yelling, full yelling or full whisper. Well, there, there's a decibel range for that, though. How's it going? Because you can classify as a yell as, like, 90 decibels to, like, 120 decibels. No, full yell, like, yell. Like, lose voice yell? Yeah, like, you, you're going to lose your voice very soon. Well, I feel like after a while, you get used to it, though. Like, yeah, but, like... Voice. I think I'd rather whisper. <laughs> well, you can always soundproof rooms. <clears throat> just, just always have a microphone, megaphone. <laughs> yeah, but it still sounds like a whisper, bro. I think I'd just carry on a megaphone. I'd much rather whisper. Yeah, maybe whisper because like you can always carry on a notebook as well, or like an iPad, and you just like draw. Yeah, like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> or like a middle finger. You're a dick. Draw. <laughs> <laughs> Or no, you take a picture of your middle finger behind it and then you turn it around. 
and just like blow so it up. Would you ever rather have more money or more time? I think I'd pick more money. So that the time I have right now would be worth more. Yeah, they say time Because it wouldn't money. be grinding. It would just be like I would go travel, go see museums. I'd go um, buy, a, buy a yacht, have all my boys come. Yeah. It would be, be a like, yacht trip. Yeah. But also, what's the trade-off? Like, That's it. More time or more money? I definitely have more money. You but either like, get if there was a trade off. That's like no. This you is have only... to set, like hold on. I'm just saying. Okay. 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 Like say like, the more money you have, the less time you have, or the mm -hmm. more time you have, the less money you have. What would you choose in that situation? Um, uh, probably more time. More time. Yeah, less money. Yeah. That's what I feel like I would do because I don't have like a well enough paying. Because that would be again like how before like when you know you die, but like you have more time. Like you're just adding on top of that, so you yeah you like know you're not like, gonna die. Like, there's that one movie. I can't remember what it's called, but like they literally on their wrists they had how much time they had until they died. Mm. And like everything in that world, like if you bought a cup of coffee, it cost you five minutes. Mm. Like and things like that, and like you had to do certain things to recharge it. And uh, like, I don't know. You know, I've been seeing that trend on TikTok a lot, where like you only have like a certain amount of words every year, or like you um. Have like you can see how long until you die. I've been seeing that, that trend movie? a lot. It always that, leads to. Have like you seen memes. that movie like a thousand words by Eddie Murphy? <sighs> I think that's what it's called. Like, I he, think I have, and I don't remember. He's like a a fast talking like lawyer that lies a lot and mm -hmm. just talks a shit ton, and then it goes to like he has a tree in his backyard that has like a thousand leaves on it, and every time he talks, the leaves fall or like a leaf a leaf yeah. falls. It's a pretty cool concept. Yes, I, I have seen this. Yeah, it's pretty good. Teaches you not to bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because he's just a bullshitter. Like, he just talks and talks and talks until it sounds good. And then just, like, keeps talking. That'd be so weird if you had, like, a timer. Yeah. Like, a timer, like, on your wrist or, like, somewhere, like, visible, like, how much time you had left. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, things like that would be pretty fucking crazy. You know, if you think about it, the ha having more time but less money is literally working. Like that, that like more time, less money or less money, more time. Did I say that right? Did I say the same thing? Twice? You said the same thing, but backwards. That's what I wanted. Did no. I say the same thing? Yes. You said the same thing, but Shit. you reversed what, the Shit. way you said it. <laughs> so less time le or less time. You know money. what I meant. More money or more time, less money or less time. And like those kind of like when you're working, you're having less time to do stuff you actually like, but you have more money to do stuff that you like. Yeah. But if you're not working, you have more time, but way less money. Yeah. But there is a trade off, you know? There do be. And it depends on, like, ratios and everything. But, mm -hmm. like, that's way too intricate. Would you rather be the richest person in the world or be immortal? So it depends on what point you're immortal from. Right now. So if I'm immortal from right now? So you would stay well, how you are right now. Forever. So I feel like right now would kind of suck. But say, like, you're immortal from the 1900s. Mm -hmm. with the invention of, like, the stock market and everything, you can watch trends and everything. So if you were immortal, you'd eventually become the richest person in the world just because you'd watch trends and everything. Like Yeah. So, like, right from right now, I'd probably just be the richest person in the world. I think I'd do immortal. Well, hear me out. Richest person in the world right now, right, at 20? Mm -hmm. Then you just put all your <clears throat> money towards, like, life 
enhancement? I think I'd be immortal. Because after life Well, it depends dies, on how immortal. Life dies here. So, like, hear me out. How immortal, though? Like, you immortal as in, like, you, you get shot, any... can't die? Yeah, you can't die. I feel like that's a little... So, like, physically, you're not going to get bad. So, any illnesses you have right now, gone. Anything bad, gone. Right? You are at peak. You can always get better. Deteriorate if you want that. Probably not even deteriorate, honestly. Like, you could only just... Build. You know, you'll be fucked up. Hmm. Choose a mortality, right? Yeah. Say you're with somebody, and you grow old with them. They die, and then you just go back to being young, and then just move on. To a you wouldn't family. grow old, though. You'd stay at, like... I know, but, like, now. you can choose to grow old with That'd them. That'd be weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, go through, like, a normal I life. Think, I think, like, that would be really shitty, right? I would document as much as I could so that I could relive that later. There's a guy that kind of did that. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm pretty, pretty sure he was Russian. And he ri- he wrote like an oh, like a five thousand page or something I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but an autobiography of his life and he would write down notes every fifteen minutes of what he did for like twenty years. That's insane. Yeah, so it was like the most accurate like Just autobiography. Yeah, <laughs> to date, like, say, like, he was working on research, I was working yeah. on research papers, blah, 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 and then, like, keep doing what he's doing, and just keep writing down in his notes what he was doing every 15 minutes. And of course, like, sleeping, I guess. You know, I think I'd do that. I think it would be really cool to see a human race develop. Yeah, also, you, know? you get to experience all sorts of cool shit. Yeah, and then, like, when everything's gone, right? <laughs> when everything's dead, gone... Let's say the sun collapses in on itself. Supernova goes to black hole. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this. Black hole is so bright that it goes dark. so Because it has an infinite density. Which we say infinite. There's definitely... We can't Well, we also it. haven't sent a probe into it. We can't like, measure it. Anything we, that we We haven't been able with, to fuck with a black yeah. hole enough to even understand. So right now it's kind of like Schro- Schrodinger's cat. However the fuck he say his name. Schrodinger's? Where it has infinite density but it also doesn't at the same time yeah because we can't measure it we don't so, know also what if we start fucking with black holes and we find out the like you know like a wrinkle in time mm-hmm. how like like you can jump spaces without having to travel the physical space in between those are wormholes though yeah but imagine if the black hole is just a wormhole it's a um supercharged supernova it's just a sun but we haven't collapsing in with because enough. of how dense I, you probably could that's what I'm saying. Um, like, if we fucked with one enough and tried to send a probe through yeah. with people on it or whatever... They, they, and we like, don't have the material to hold that. I know, but I'm just saying, like, however far in the future where we get the technology to be able to fuck with one. Yeah. We send people through, right? If we lose signal, whatever, but, like, those people on the other side, what if it's, like, a you know, like a dimensional breach mm-hmm. or whatever, but... You know, what if it was, like, a wormhole? Like, they pop out there, but then all of a sudden we find their signal, like, five billion light years a different direction. Yeah. You know? And they came out of a different... That'd be insane. Yeah, like... And then, <clears throat> can you imagine, like, plotting all of the black holes and everything to see, like, which ones go where? And, like, maybe some of them, they, people never show up again. Mm-hmm. Like, they just go. Or if you send one through... And, like, 4,000 years later, they come out a different hole. I am very curious to see um, what happens after we die. If something happens. 
I'm yeah. I'm a re- religious person. I believe something happens, but it, you can't. Nobody that, knows. Like you don't know exactly what's gonna happen. Even yeah, like, if like for re- sure, even if we knew for sure all, something was gonna happen, it's all superstition, belief, everything. Like yeah. nobody knows one hundred percent for sure what happens after death. Well, um. I've uh, I don't know I like theories of like kids. yeah there's a lot of conspiracy theories and there's I also like, like people I love that have theories, like dude. there's also people that have like died and came back mm-hmm. and their experience well you know that everyone's story um like of life follows the adventurer's arc you know that right the hero's arc not adventurer mm-hmm. the hero's arc <laughs> what if that's purposeful you know what if like we're actually here for that. I don't know. I can get into way too know. many Then you can also pull theories. up like Loki where it's like there's like a outside, you know, whatever, yeah. watching our timeline and making sure we only do certain things at certain times. <laughs> you know? <laughs> then it breaks off because WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We need to do an episode on just conspiracies. I think we've already passed two hours. Not 100% sure. Yeah, I think I we know. start. I didn't set a timer or anything. So. I didn't either, but... I planned to, and then I didn't. Nice. It'll buff out, you know? We should end the podcast. Probably. Because <laughs> then we're just going to start here, sitting here talking about, like, yeah, no, random um, shit. We'll save that for a different episode. Exactly. No, we got to go into conspiracies too later. So, this was the podcast, episode one. Sorry about rambling. How often if, are we going to expect the podcast? Uh, every week. Wednesday. It's ambitious. okay buddy our episodes every wednesday if we have something like this there might be two like part one and part two yeah alright I'll catch you guys next week (laughs) awkward fucking pause I was just pausing so that alright